0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Band Director's Desk Podcast. Today's episode is for those of you that are classically trained musicians that are like, eh, improvising is scary or it's hard or I've never done it and I just wish I could but I don't think I can. Or you're a budding jazz musician that's like, I wish I could improvise better or you're a beginner and you're just looking for ways to make playing music more fun, or you're a teacher and you're looking for ways to teach your kids how to improvise or your students how to improvise, this episode's for you. And so, without further ado, let's get started.
1: The
0: Band Director's Desk Podcast Hi everybody, welcome to the Band Director's Desk Podcast. My name is Joe Radke and uh, today I'm going to talk about improvising. And I think improvising is one of the most important things to do as a musician and I think all musicians whether you're just playing music for fun or you're a professional musician or you're a composer or whatever kind of musician you want to be, I think you should improvise because I think that's the way that we get to be creative on our own, and we get to figure out what we really know musically. So let's talk about improvising. One of the scary parts of improvising, I think for most people, is that we live in a world that can make things perfect. And so we see and hear all these things that are perfect, and we think we have to be like that, and we don't. So I think one of the cool things about listening to jazz music or Rock, um, early rock, where there was, was a lot of improv, improv, imp, oh my gosh, that's a hard word to say. Improvising is that uh, there was imperfection. They were bending notes and choosing wrong notes and, you know, pushing the envelope a little bit. And sometimes they were in time, sometimes they were out of time. Those of you that have transcribed a solo know what I'm talking about. There, sometimes it's really hard to figure out what rhythm they just played. Um, Because it's not quite in time and those things could be fixed nowadays. You could go into your digital audio workstation You could quantize everything even stuff you played in You know with your instrument can be adjusted to fit in the beat and it can actually do that kind of in real time So even at a concert they can work on making it perfect So I think uh, you have to ignore that you have to not worry about that, especially if you're just practicing at home who cares, right? so uh, improvising can be kind of daunting at first because you feel like you have to get to the end before you go through the middle. And what I mean by that is you feel like you have to get to the part where you're really good at it before you get through the part where you're just playing. So think about being a ch- you know a-, a newborn. A newborn learns how to talk by improvising. right? They listen to the surrounding sounds and they make stuff up and eventually they learn some words and some sentences and before you know it they're pretty good improvising with their language, just like you are. However, their uh, improvising is limited by the things that they've already heard or the things they've absorbed. So like the books that they've read or the movies that they've watched or the people that they hang around. If there's words they've never heard, they won't use them, you won't use them, right? So one of the first things about improvising is listening to a lot of music, right? We talked about that in the last episode, but that's really important, you have to listen grab the language to know what to say. The second is is you have to learn the language and so that's you know this the boring stuff like learning scales and all that kind of stuff. Getting those books full of jazz licks and you know all that kind of stuff. That stuff helps because it teaches you a language. It helps you learn all these things about your instrument and puts them in your mind and your body so that they'll be called up when you're improvising. But even all of that stuff that you have to kind of learn and go through doesn't really you don't really need it all to get started Uh, even a beginner that's been playing their instrument for just a few weeks can improvise you can make stuff up and and i think that's really important for them because that lets them explore the instrument so let's talk a little bit about the two kinds of improvising you can do the first kind is you can steal somebody else's idea and improvise on that so that would be like taking us uh, a song that somebody already wrote, play the melody, and then improvise on that melody. And you might think of that in the classical world as a theme and variations. I mean, really, those those composers were just doing improvising. I bet you when they composed it, that's what they were doing. They sit in the piano and improvising, right? Um, Bach used to improvise entire fugues that to me blows my mind how he could do that counterpoint in his head while he was playing but it's the language he knew so um anyway take somebody else's idea improvise on it the other one is you can just play stuff you can just start to improvise come up with your own ideas of course we all know that you don't really come up with your own ideas Uh, you come up with ideas that you've already learned and you're putting them together in different ways so the full idea is yours, but all the little parts of the idea are somebody else's, right? So the more of those things that you know, those little things like um, patterns and all that, the more, more ideas you can come up with quickly, but you don't have to. So anyway, I'm going to take my instrument here. And for the first time on this podcast, I'm going to play it. And um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take a melody and then I'm going to improvise on it. All right. So this is something that you could try. Just take any melody, something easy, something that you know. I always have my sixth graders, my beginner students, start with Hot Cross Buns, because that's the first song that they know and the first song that they like to play and improvise on that, so here we go. I'm gonna play Twinkle Twinkle though. All right, here we go. So, basic song. Piece of cake, right? Everybody knows that. Um, now I'm just going to improvise on it. And I don't. it doesn't matter where it goes. So I, before I start doing that, what could I improvise on? Well, I could change the rhythm. I could change the notes and leave the rhythm. I could change um, the the key. I could you know, add notes. I could put passing tones and notes in between. So I'm just going to see what happens. I'm not going to think. All right. Oh, So sometimes, like in that one, I got lost. Like I'm playing, I'm like, where am I? And the fun part of improvising is just trying to find your way back. And Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, where you're trying to find your way back to, it's the first note you start on, right? The the F. In my case, I'm playing it in F. I'm just trying to get there. And if I kind of hint at the melody in certain places, people will still hear it. You might have, maybe not, but here we go. I'm going to do it one more time. This time, I'm going to try to get really lost, all right? There's my improvising on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. So the next thing you could do is you could forget about doing that whole melody thing. And you know what, sometimes, I'm gonna go back up a little bit. Sometimes you could just, I do that just for a long time. I just spend a lot of time just making stuff up till I run out of ideas. I remember the first time I did this was actually on We Wish You a Merry Christmas. I probably spent, you know, an hour every day just playing We Wish You a Merry Christmas and changing keys and changing time signatures and just seeing what I would come up with. And, And it's just really fun. So the next thing to do maybe is just to make stuff up. So, you know, you can just start, make a little riff Maybe yours will be better than that. Maybe it won't. But it doesn't matter, you know, because I'm making it up, I can just do whatever I want. And so what I tried to do there was just take those the B-flat and the A-flat and just keep coming back to it and trying to add stuff to it and try to stick with that idea, um, rhythmically and um, note-wise, until I run out of ideas. Sometimes that's 30 seconds and sometimes it's a long time. But I have to tell you, it's really fun to just sit down and do that, and just spend some time and not be afraid to do that. So I might suggest that you take a piece of music that you're working on, um, that you've been spending a lot of time with, whether it's an easy piece or a hard piece, and improvise on it. Just spend some time, make up your own cadenza, in other words, and try it out. Um, Okay, so now let's, let's go into the nitty gritty of You really, really, really wanna be good at this in the jazz world. So here is my best suggestion. And I'm not gonna claim to be an amazing jazz improviser. I do practice it a lot and I do really like to do it, but I know a lot of people that can do it a whole lot better than me. But the one thing I do know from teaching for so long is that those people that spend so much time listening to recordings and trying to play what's on the recording by ear almost always end up being the master improvisers. You know, that's what those guys like Miles Davis and Charlie Parker and John Coltrane and Herbie Hancock, that's what those guys did. You know, they heard the sounds around them and they went to the clubs and they heard jazz musicians. They got records and recordings and listened and they emulated. And they, you know, you take, take a Miles Davis solo, find a lick that you like in it, learn it in the key that it's in that tune. Learn it by ear, don't look up the notes or anything. Who cares if you're a little bit wrong? Doesn't matter. And then learn it in a bunch of other keys and and make it so that your body will start to call it up. So I hope that helps inspire you to be an improviser and I I wish in this world, I think we'd all be better musicians (laughs) if we all spent some time making stuff up on our really cool instruments and just seeing what we come up with You never know. One of those ideas might be the idea. It might be the Beethoven idea. It might be the Bach idea that gets stuck in everybody's head for the next 200 years or whatever. So have a great day. Uh, Stay home, stay safe, and I will see you on the next podcast. I'm out.